0: I tell people, you don't make money when you sell. You make money when you buy. When you buy that, you've got to make you got to buy that property at the right time, the right price. And at the same time, you've got to have a plan A, B, C. Um, if you buy it with plan A and plan A doesn't work out, go to plan B.
1: Best ever listeners, wouldn't it be nice to have a $2 million pre-approval line of credit? Uh, just think about that. Isn't that nice? Wouldn't that be nice? How would that... Help you get more deals done because when you submit a pre-approval line of credit with your offer on a fix and flip house, do you think it's going to stand out more? I think so. And our friends at Fun That Flip—you know, Fun That Flip—Matt Rodak, he's been on the show before many times. He's a friend of mine. He's also the owner of Fun That Flip, and they're a sponsor of today's episode. What they're doing is they're giving a $2 million pre-approval line of credit up to $2 million pre-approval line of credit for qualified buyers. And my gosh, in this competitive buying market, sellers prefer to sell to buyers who have a high likelihood of closing, right? Makes sense. Well, use this pre-approval line of credit from Fund That Flip and that will signal to the seller that you're the real deal and you'll be able to close quickly. It's free, all you gotta do is go to fundthatflip.com. You've gotta qualify that you have prior experience and there's a process, but it's free and you need to go to fundthatflip.com to get the pre-approval line of credit because this is a way that's gonna help your short-term rehab loan happen Because you're going to get the deal for the property where you need a short-term rehab loan. Go to fundthatflip.com and get that pre-approval line of credit for up to $2 million. Best ever listeners, hello. How you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where cut out all that fluff. You hear fluff all over the place, don't you? But not here. Here we only talk about the best advice that moves your business forward and we help you be successful with real estate investing. With us today, we've got a gentleman who has sold over 1,500 homes. He owns his own rentals, and he has a franchise property management company. With us today, we've got Aaron Marshall. Hello, Aaron. Hello,
0: Joe. Nice to be with you.
1: Nice to be with you, too, my friend, and looking forward to getting into this conversation. Aaron is the CEO at... Key Renter Franchise, LLC, which is a residential property management company. He has 11 franchises and plans to open 20 more doors by the end of 2016. Key Rental Property Management franchises are in all states except North Dakota, South Dakota, Hawaii, and Rhode Island. He's the owner and broker at the Marshall Real Estate And he's based in Salt Lake City, Utah. He's got his own rentals. And with that being said, Aaron, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on?
0: Yeah. So right now I'm really focused on building my own personal portfolio. Uh, I've got 13 uh, rentals my own. My goal is uh, having 100 here in the near future. And then uh, my partner uh, manages and runs the Key Rancher Salt Lake. While we both are also doing uh, the franchise, we've got actually thirteen locations right now, and looking to grow that by the end of the year, we should be about twenty-five. By the end of the year, maybe as close to maybe as thirty.
1: What is it exactly? Is it just is it an out of the box solution for local? owners who want to start their own property management business?
0: Yeah, so uh, Key Renter Franchise is uh, kind of a, a, a business in a box, uh, franchise for property management. Res- we mainly focus on residential property management, your single family homes, your condos, town home duplex, fourplex, smaller commercial, those things. And we help uh, people wanting to get into the property management uh, world. We help them get into uh, property management, learn and understand the processes, the systems, stuff like that. For me, I I love the business because there's only one thing other than food, water and air that somebody needs and that's shelter. And uh, that's what uh, one of my businesses provides is that shelter, meaning property management services, regardless of if the market's up, down, sideways, it's still something that each each and every one of us needs to have in our lives, regardless if we're rooming with uh, our, our parents, rooming with friends, we still need shelter and we still need a roof over our head. And that's why I think property management, besides owning the property itself, is one of the best businesses out there. I think uh, uh, above and beyond that is owning your own rentals first and foremost. That's why I, I believe in the product that we manage and we sell is property management. That's why I believe in owning those. And then we also have our own uh, property management business, as well as we started franchising about two and a half years ago.
1: Okay. So you're franchising the business that you created from scratch. Is that correct?
0: Correct. Yep. We, How- we started it uh, back in December of 07.
1: Okay. How do you go about franchising a business that you started in real estate and I asked that for best ever listeners who might be wholesaling or might have a property management company or you know something else and I'm sure I've never never had a guest talk about this subject on the show before so I think it'd be really interesting.
0: So are you asking how do you franchise a business or how do you go about say purchasing and being a part of the key renter franchise system? Because those are going to be two yeah, totally different things. Yeah,
1: two totally different. The former. How do you franchise a business?
0: I thought, and, and this is naive of me, um, getting into, I, we, we've been in property management for eight, nine years now, and I thought, oh, how different... Can franchising be? we We know the property management uh, world inside and out. We've done almost every way that we can you can do property management. Um, what 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 difference can there be? Well, when you're franchising a business and it doesn't matter if it's property management, if it's selling widgets, if it's food. Just know if you're wanting to do it, it's a totally separate business, totally separate laws and rules and regulations. I had to learn what an FDD was. I had to learn what each of the item 1 through 24 in the FDD were, what an item 19 is. That's one of those items. What you can and can't have in item 19. Really, it's, it's a lot more difficult than I thought it would be. I hate to say that. But on the same hand, it's, I, I feel like it's really rewarding because I'm helping people out there build their own business, which uh, I, I love business. I love property management and re- really enjoy doing it. But kind of to start out, like right now, I have three different attorneys that help me with the, the process. And I'm not someone that's friendly to attorneys, but I have to be being in this this business to make sure that I'm doing everything that's on the up and up. So I would say if you're wanting to get into franchise, one, feel free to reach out to me and and I can kind of give you some of the the highs and lows and, and so forth, what to watch out for, as well as make sure you do your due diligence on franchising itself. Is it really the best method to grow your concept, whatever that concept or whatever that brand is? Because there are several ways that you can grow your brand and concept. Franchising is one of those. And really franchising is about growing your brand or growing your concept, opening other offices.
1: Okay. Well, what are the highs and lows of having a franchise or making the decision?
0: Okay. So one of the lows with that is it's just, it's tough or it takes a little while to get up and going, Uh, especially with property management. In a property management business itself, it takes six months, 12 months to get up to 50, 75, 80 doors because you're dealing with contracts both on the owner's side as well as tenant side, and you don't open your doors and people flood in like a frozen yogurt shop or some other restaurant style, which you can get royalties with right at the beginning. With property management, it's slow ramp up. As a result, the royalties and, and the other fees that come into the franchisor, which is a key renter franchise, take some time to get going. And so the payday or being able to get to break even takes a lot longer. For us, we're two and a half years into the business. We're just getting to that point of breaking even. And so it it takes a little while to to get to that point. I know lots of other franchise brands out there, car loans, um, car maintenance company, um, an education company, and they're seeing the same I guess, results as well, it takes some time to get that uh, the royalties to come in to get your franchisees successful so that you can be getting those royalties.
1: Okay. And what about the highs? Why did you decide to do this versus other methods?
0: Why we decided to do it, at one point, we were going to grow into Las Vegas, to Denver, to Boise, uh, Portland, uh, Vegas. And for us, both of us, family is a big thing. And we knew, okay, if we did go out and expand with our own offices doing this, it's going to take more time away from us and more time away from our family. And that's one of the reasons why we ended up stopping going that route and proceeding with the franchise route so that we could spend more time with our family. So we didn't have to go to those locations and and be there all the time. One of the highs as well. I I love helping people uh, grow their business. I love helping people succeed with property management. Still, uh, I I love doing it. The average uh, property management business in the U.S. grosses a million dollars. So it's exciting to help these offices get up to that million-dollar mark and and be able to uh, hopefully one day be a millionaire that way.
1: You mentioned a lot of the technical terms that I have no idea what they stand for, FDD and I, these different items, item 19, what you can and can't do. What is FDD, just for anyone FD- who's curious?
0: FDD is Franchise Disclosure Document. Every company or every franchise has to have an FDD, McDonald's, Subway, key renter franchise, any franchise itself has to have an FDD. And the FDD or franchise disclosure document is the nuts and bolts, kind of the layman's term of the franchise agreement or what they call an FA, franchise agreement. The franchise agreement is what you're abiding to and abiding by and what you have to do and what you can and can't do and so forth. So the FDD, that has to be disclosed to you during the discovery process of any franchise discovery process, you can't sign the FA or the franchise agreement for 14 days after you sign a document stating, hey, I received the franchise disclosure document, the FDD. I received that on this day. And and that's essentially all it is, that you're disclosing that you've received the FDD. And then two weeks later, then you can actually sign up and become a franchisee if that's what you're wanting to do. Normally, it takes longer than that. But back in the uh, mid-70s, early 80s, the FTC put that in place so that you couldn't, kind of like a timeshare, you couldn't get all these people in, in a room, create the hype and so forth, and then, okay, look, let's get you signed up today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can sign the F- at the FDD and state that you have sh- received the franchise disclosure document, but you've got to have a cooling off or a waiting period there. For us, we call it 14 days p- plus three, so we do a 17 days to make sure that with the weekends and and the the day that you sign it plus the the franchise disclosure document plus the sign the day that you sign the FA franchise agreement that those dates aren't included. So we kind of pad it a little bit more. But that's kind of the process there.
1: Knowing what you know now about franchising, would you do it all over again or would you find some other way of getting your brand or concept out there?
0: Good question. Um, if you asked me six months ago, I, I'd probably <laughs> say no. Um, <laughs> that's when that's when t- you
1: were losing t- the money? Uh,
0: well, yeah, that clear up till three months ago, two months ago, I, 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 I was losing the money. Um, but it's starting to pay off. It's starting to break even now. I love helping other people and helping them create a business for themselves. So I guess the the joys are starting to kick in there and and be more than the the lows. So right now, I I definitely would do it again.
1: And how do you make money off of the property management franchise?
0: Basically off of the royalties. There's some other fees in there, but uh, like a technology and, and so forth, which is in just about every franchise out there, but a majority of that money is is made through royalty. So if the, the franchisees or the network out there is not making any money, we're not making any money on, on our end either.
1: Royalty meaning a fee to get started or royalty based off of the profits that they make or how does that work?
0: Good thing, so at the beginning, most franchises require an initial investment. For us, it's 30000 Others can be anywhere from 10000 to to $300,000. So that's the initial investment. And then once you get going, and then that includes the training and, and uh, probably some on-site training as well, and then as you get going, the money that you make on a monthly basis, there's a royalty associated with that. McDonald's, Subway, Chick-fil-A has a different uh, franchise model. We're, we're exactly the same. We charge 6 7%. So if somebody's making $1,000, we're charging that franchisee $70, That's
1: 7%. How do you make sure that you're getting that percentage versus money not showing up on the balance statement, or maybe they have a 500 unit apartment community that they are collecting a management fee on that they're not showing. What's the checks and balances you have?
0: That's a good question. And every franchise brand out there has that uh, same issue. So for us, we require all of the properties to be managed in one central system. We use PropertyWare, but it's usually PropertyWare, Appfolio, Buildium, Yardi, one of those property management company uh, software programs. So we require all the management to be done in one. And we've got a system within that that we have created. And it's going to be pretty difficult for somebody to manage property, especially like a 500 unit. But even a residential, they may be able to do one or two or three with outside of that but it's going to be difficult because the notices are done right in there. Most of the automated stuff or the stuff that we create part of the system to make it property management easier is built within the property where, so it's difficult for them to do it outside of that.
1: Aaron, what's your best real estate investing advice ever?
0: You make money when you buy.
1: You want to elaborate on that?
0: I love real estate investing. I love buying my own properties. Uh, I tell people, you don't make money when you sell. You make money when you buy. When you buy that, you've got to make, you've got to buy that property at the right time, the right price. And at the same time, you've got to have a plan A, B, C. Um, if you buy it with plan A and plan A doesn't work out, go to plan B. But if you buy it right, plan B is going to work out and you'll still make money. But I tell myself and I tell everybody, you make money when you buy. Make sure you buy right.
1: Going back to the franchise thing, you said it took you two and a half years to break even. Is there something that you would change within those two and a half years that if you did change it, you would have broke even faster?
0: Um, good question. Yeah. If anybody's looking to do a franchise, the first year I would either give away or have my franchise fee like $5,000. At the beginning, I heard the saying, the first year you're selling to family, friends, and fools. And I really didn't believe it at the beginning. I was like, oh, yeah, but my franchise is different. This is property management. I love property management franchising. And if I was to go back to that, that first year, it it really is true. You sell your franchises to family, friends, and fools. And I would have changed that to try to entice more people to buy within our franchise system and and have that price lower
1: and it when you say that it's tripping me up a little bit when you say fools <laughs> why why would why why do fools buy it but smart people don't
0: well your first year but you don't have a proven concept do you really have your systems together is your concept really franchisable what am I gonna learn with your franchise system versus going out on my own or going with this other franchise system that's been around for 10 years or five years And I heard it from a seasoned franchise vet that has been in franchising for about 12 years. And actually, last year, they sold their franchise system that they had to a very large private equity firm. But, I mean, that was the same thing that I got from him. I'm like, fools, what do you mean? Well, that first year, if you get somebody outside of friends and family, why are they buying? What's the reason of buying? How are you convincing them to buy? It's just a tough sell to sell that first 12 months when you first open. It just just is. Nobody wants to be the first. Makes
1: sense. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's go. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. If you're looking for funding for that fix and flip of yours, then check out Rod Stanback's company. And if you recognize Rod's name, that's because he was a guest on episode 291. His company's called Flip Funding, and they do real estate loans nationwide. Take advantage of the low rates today and the excellent customer service with Rod and his team. Go to flipfunding.com. That's F-L-I-P-F-U-N-D-I-N-G.com, or just simply call them at 844 354 7386 that's 844 best ever book you've read
0: rich dad poor dad
1: best ever personal growth experience and what'd you learn from it
0: i would say uh going to the tony robbins event what i learned really belief in myself uh and i think setting uh, your goals high
1: best ever deal you've done
0: um, I would go back to December with a deal that I just did uh, five, six months ago. Bought a uh, seller finance deal here in Utah. So the seller's financing it. He ended up leaving to go out of state. I had to pay $10,000 down. And I'm making almost 650 a month off of it. So that was a great deal for me.
1: Best ever way you like to give back?
0: Um, good question. Good thing. Um, I would say time. To me, time is the most valuable thing and the thing that uh, I don't like to give up. So if it's in service or, or something to do with my time.
1: And what's the biggest mistake you've made so far in real estate?
0: Does it have to be in real estate?
1: No, it no. Money? It sounds like you got something good. So what, yeah, what, what's outside of real estate? So back
0: in 2010, I thought, oh, I'll uh, start this plumbing business. Oh, no. Stick with what you know. I end up losing $250,000 in this plumbing business. And the plumbing business was only in, in business for five months.
1: How'd you lose it, that much money?
0: Uh, I had a so-called partner that uh, knew what he was doing, and he thought he had a, uh, an endless uh, checking account that kept asking for more money, more money, more money, and we, we spent a, a buttload of money. That was that, that 250000 was after I sold everything as well. I mean, we ended up buying tons of stuff. Stick with what you know. Uh, if, if it's stocks, if it's a business... Stick with what you know and, and be good at it. Invest and, and and do well.
1: What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you?
0: Uh, KeyRenter.com or you can uh, send me an email, Aaron at KeyRenter.com.
1: Awesome. And KeyRenterFranchise.com works as well, right? Yep. Cool.
0: Key, uh, Key franchise. Uh, my bio's there. You can uh, also check us out. Uh, check me out at TheMarshall.com. That was my team name uh, on the real estate side before I sold that.
1: Well, Aaron, thank you for being on the show and sharing your story on how to franchise your real estate business. This is uh, a topic I haven't discussed um, or had anyone discuss on the show, and I'm really grateful that you uh, educated us on what you've experienced, what you've learned. The highs and lows, as you said, one of the big takeaways is the first year, either give away or have your franchise fee five thousand dollars, but make the barrier to entry really low. That would make the break-even years come quicker, which uh, would be very desirable for anyone starting it out. And um, then talking to us about, you know, that it, it how you make money. On this, which are in royalties, um, which is you know, typical for other franchises, as well as sounds like the upfront fee too, which I'm sure there's a lot of time and stuff involved in that. And then, uh, you know, with just your overall investments, we didn't get into that as much, but it sounds like you've you've got a lot going on, and I'm really grateful that you've you were on the show and shared with us your uh, your approach to franchising. So, I hope you have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you, Joe.
1: I will. If you're looking for funding for that fix and flip of yours, then check out Rod Stanback's company. And if you recognize Rod's name, that's because he was a guest on episode 291. His company's called Flip Funding, and they do real estate loans nationwide. Take advantage of the low rates today and the excellent customer service with Rod and his team. Go to flipfunding.com. That's F L I P F U N D I N G dot com, or just simply call them at 844 354 7386. That's 844 354 7386.